part-time lumberjack, Kyle, is the body type to aim for. Darbycast, Monday, sports. Kyle and I, we are up in the mountains. We are in Tahoe. Kyle, does Tahoe count as the mountains? Yeah, we've got some elevation here. Do we not? Live from Lumberjack Studios in Tahoe. Kyle, pretty cool. A lot of nature up here. But it's Monday. It's Starbycast. And we all know what that means, don't we? We all know. It means it's sports. And so why not focus on Lumberjack sports? Or just mountain sports. Lake sports? Lake Tahoe. Lake sports. Water skiing. Wakeboarding. Wake skating, wake surfing. I don't know the difference amongst those sports, okay? But, tell you right now, I'd have a tough time doing any of those well. There's probably some guy up here named Blaine. And he's got some girlfriend named Monica who's like half Latina and just really knows how to make a mean chicken pot pie when the day is done. She's like, Blaine, you did so many good tricks today. Now it's time for a treat. You do the tricks. I'll make the treat. It is October after all. Halloween's coming up. We are mountain sports folks. That's what they say to each other. Blaine, when he's not on the lake, he's posting on the dock. Maybe smoking a J. Maybe not. He's sponsored. By, well, certainly Michael Butcher, the attorney. Michael Butcher is a big supporter of Lake Sports. Check that. Blaine is Michael Butcher's son. You already knew that, though, right? Michael Butcher pulling all those lawsuits against the timeshare folk in Tahoe. Boy, has he made a pretty penny over a career. And if you're not really tracking with this, you might want to go back Regard the episode, Mountain Towns and Synthetic Bear Spit, that'll kind of catch you up on what's going on in Tahoe. Then you'll be like, oh, Michael Butcher, yes, rugged, bearded attorney with a heart of gold, high ethics player, specializes in fish and game law and putting fish food in gumball machines. Really good guy. I would love to hit the lake today. Walk out to the dock, and then Blaine's there. You know, it could go one of two ways. It could. Blaine could either be kind of like that surfer vibe where he's like, hey, looks only, brah. Or he could be like, I'd like to give you a tutorial on wakeboarding, comped. You seem like a good guy. If I got told that by a guy named Blaine, who was wearing a backwards Etnies hat. I don't know how affiliated Etnies is with the wakeboard community, but Blaine bridged that gap. He's an influencer for Etnies, the skate company. Cool. But maybe we just focus a little bit more on Monica for this, for this episode, and how she contributes, because she's probably even more extreme than Blaine, if we're being totally honest with ourselves. Which is a hallmark of the Darby cast. It is. Always has been. Extreme honesty. 
You want to talk about extreme water sports? I think that's a direct segue into the concept of extreme honesty, which Blaine and Monica, constitutional pillars of who they are. But let's get really in the zone with Monica. Because she's kind of a crunch, a little crunch magunch. Grew up in Colorado, knew how to skin a buck by age seven. Pretty cool. Now just lives in Tahoe and loves treating the environment with respect, people with respect. Unless she's competing in a kite surfing competition. High winds on the lake, Monica's pulling out her kite surfing apparatus. Getting big air. She's got her Bluetooth headphones in, listening to the Forrest Gump theme song as she floats into the air gracefully while Blaine's watching her from the dock and is like, that's my girl. And she can't hear it. She can feel the sentiment of Blaine, but all she can hear is that would be a nice flight song. I think my top two flight songs, that and Flight to Neverland by John Williams, which I have mentioned before, I believe, in the episode High Heat in the Sauna. Am I saying that right, Kyle? Sauna. Sauna. Sauna just sounds so uncouth. I think on Monica's flight playlist, those are the only two songs. And then maybe she cools off afterwards, listens to some John Denver. She is from Colorado, after all. Skinning bucks. Early to rise. Early to bed. Knows how to play a fiddle. Is that not the ideal gal? Mountain Crunch McGunch chick? Some would say, yes. I'm not going to make that assertion all the way. I'm going to throw that question out there. You just chew on that one for the rest of the day, maybe the rest of the week. And be like, wow, our mountain folk, do they just get it? And you're asking yourself right now, what's it? And I'm saying it's everything. It is everything. Monica's got that half Latina flair vibe to her where she's like, I could make you a chicken pot pie, but it would have some spice in it. Not bad. How do you approach these cool people who are just brimming with not street cred, but lake cred? Like I said earlier, it could go one of two ways. You get hit with a lokes only, or they hit you with lessons comped. Then Monica says, like, we've got a couple extra chicken pot pies. It's actually my specialty. And Blaine's just like, she's not kidding, brah. You're like, Blaine, way to back her up. Way to stand by your chick. I respect that. You don't chuck shade at your chick's cooking. That's just going to be like a little side message for the day. Big sports message, but just a side message somewhat related to sports. Guys, if you somehow land some wonderful dame, some crunch magunch who also knows how, to cook at all, like at all, put a ring on it, put a ring on it, even take a step back from that, if you encounter a gal who just knows how to cook, you send it on that, probably one of the greatest qualities of all time, 
And I think there's a surplus of gals who know how to cook up in lake towns and in the mountains. They prepare for winter and they're like, hey, I pickled some cabbage and made jerky for you. Do you think Blaine would really be able to compete at the level that he competes at? Do you think he would have the Etnies sponsorship without the help of Monica? Do you think Monica would have the confidence to kite surf on the lake if not for Blaine's wild success? Talk about a match made in heaven. Some of you gals right now are given pushback mentally, maybe verbally as you're listening to this and you're like, Monica's got it no matter what. She doesn't need no man. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not how extreme sports work. What an ignorant thing to say. My goodness. No, power sports, direct result of power couples. Everybody looks at Tony Hawk and says, what a great guy. He has his own video games. It's getting remastered. But nobody talks about, what's her name, Kyle? We're going to need her first name. Tony Hawk's wife. That's who I want to hang out with. You know she can make a beef wellington. Put Gordon Ramsay to shame. How else would Tony Hawk have the energy to hit the 900? I bet you Tony Hawk's wife grew up in a mountain town. She probably knows how to kite surf. She probably listens to the Forrest Gump soundtrack. She probably watches the movie Forrest Gump and says, I didn't like the way Jenny treated Forrest. I didn't like how Jenny did things at all. Pretty big call out, but not inaccurate. I don't think a lot of people like the way that Jenny treated Forrest Gump. What an accomplished human being Forrest Gump was as a fictitious character. I'm just going to throw that out there. He was good at a lot of sports. Running, played college football, international ping pong champ, war hero. Can you imagine Tony Hawk's wife and Monica just getting together, making a high definition, we're talking 4K, slow motion, drone footage, kite surfing compilation, where they just do all their best tricks. And then you got Tony Hawk and you got Blaine and they're just sitting on the dock and they're watching and they're like, we love you so much, ladies. But meanwhile, those gals, they couldn't care less because they got their Bluetooth headphones in. They're listening to the Forrest Gump soundtrack in sync, tuned up, two sets of headsets, one audio player. I think also these extreme sports power couples, I don't think they're all about the hype. They're not about fancy things like iPods. They're fine with rocking a Zune. They were early adopters of the Microsoft Zune. And they still use it. Highly functional. They don't need to play Candy Crush. It's already crushing life. They're doing tricks. They're dishing treats. Happy Halloween. Year-round. Happy Halloween. Nothing spooky about that, though. Great gals making food, doing tricks, and treating everybody right. Wow. It's a pretty different kind of story than your traditional trick-or-treat. Halloween in a mountain town has to be great. The sport of trick-or-treating, make no mistake about it, there are well-practiced trick-or-treaters and there are amateurs. What's that deciding factor? That's right. Whether their parents are a power couple who know how to carve up a glassy lake, either using a boat to power them or simply the elements. Wind power is what I'm saying. That's going to be a big thing that I need to get done 
and I'll report back to you like Wednesday or Friday. So I'm going to be here for a minute, Kyle and I. We're going to be here. I will let you know. I'm going to go to a handful of docks, and if I see anybody wearing a backwards Etnies hat, I'm not even going to think twice about it. I'm going to say, Blaine. And naturally, guys can be like, yeah, what's up, brah? And even if his name isn't Blaine, he'll probably respond to it because his friends, out of respect, probably call him Blaine. This is kind of his nickname. What a show. What a world. I wish I were up here for Halloween to catch some tricks out on the lake, get some treats, get the invite from Monica. Say, hey, why don't you come over to our cabin? It's built out of skateboards. I'm going to make you a chicken pot pie. That's fuel, and it's art at the same time. Make you chicken pot pie, make you beef wellington. It's got to be some kind of meat pie. And I know some of you just heard the two words meat pie together. You went to a really inappropriate place mentally. And I just want to head you off and say, clean it up. Clean your act up. Get yourself to a mountain town. But don't kneeboard, okay? I don't know if there's anything more antithetical to being a power couple than one or both of those people kneeboarding. You just implode all of your credibility. Imagine you think you've just found the greatest gal of all time. You go to a mountain town, and you're like, would you want to go out on the lake with me? Sally, Sally, would you? And she just says, rock on. And that's what the chicks say in mountain towns. Say, rock on. But if Sally tells you, like, I'm actually pretty big into kneeboarding, you run. You get the hell away from her. Ladies, if you run into a guy named Kenneth up in the mountain town and everything seems right and you're like, wow, modern dating's been so hard on me. Maybe this guy's got it figured out. He's got the backwards Etnies hat. He's smoking a J on a dock. And you're like, do you have a boat? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got a boat. You want to go out on it? And you're like, I'm game. But then you get on that boat. You're heading out to the middle of the lake. It's a sunny day, 72 degrees. Perfect. No wind full speed, and then you kind of look around the boat because you've been so excited to just get out there that you haven't even really checked out your surroundings. It's just you and Kenneth. Ken, you're out on this boat, and you're like, maybe this is my personal fairy tale. Maybe this is it for me. But then you notice the kneeboard. Jump the hell out of that boat. I don't care if you are a mile out into the water and you need to swim in water that could give you hypothermia in 15 minutes or less. You just get the hell out of there as quickly as you can because you don't want the kind of tricks that Kenneth pulls. Very dark, very twisted, sick people in the kneeboard community. Just a bunch of criminals. I know it's pretty big now in television streaming services to talk about true crime, but that's maybe the one type of person that hasn't, and community, really, because the kneeboard community, they know each other, and they're, for the most part, they're serial killers, so you're going to want to watch out for them. Ladies, if you get on the boat because you're like, wow, this is it, the guy's got a boat, backwards Etnies hat, everything seems right. If you see that kneeboard, you just get the hell out of there. Immediately, if not sooner. And when you're in a mountain town, bring a waterproof flare gun with you. Holster it. So if you do need to bail at any given time when you're out on the lake, Tony Hawk and his wife will 
come rescue you quickly. Dry you off, put you in their boat, and they'll be like, can I get you a beef wellington? Then you're rescued. In every sense of the word, spiritually, you're rescued. Beef Wellington from Tony Hawk's wife? Are you kidding me? Get out of town. And then you say, Mrs. Hawk? Because even if I knew Tony Hawk's wife's first name, I would, out of respect, I would always call her Mrs. Hawk. Be like, Mrs. Hawk, do you have any tips for how to crush it at life? Because clearly you've written the book on it. Tony Hawk just gives you a look and he throws a hang loose, a little shock at you. He has a gift basket waiting for you, ladies. When you get rescued from that potential really dangerous time with a guy named Kenneth, kneeboard serial killer, you're going to need something to calm your spirits and then lift them. What better way than getting a gift basket from Tony Hawk that has a signed deck, skate deck, a gift card, for milk, you take that gift card to any place that sells milk and it's good. Not redeemable for cash, only milk. There's a Nintendo 64 in there with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 and an extra controller. And you better believe those controllers have rumble packs. That's it. And then Mrs. Hawk would look at you and be like, Honey, I know you're not from around here. You didn't grow up in Colorado. You don't know how to gut a buck. But my friend Monica does. And we're actually going over to her and Blaine's house tonight, and we're thinking about doing it right. What say you? Then Tony Hawk just gives you a really knowing look. He doesn't say a damn thing. He just looks at you. But that look says it all. Just like, take the damn invitation. And you do. Then you show up at this mountain party with all these excellent people. Attorney Michael Butcher's there. His son Blaine. Blaine's wife Monica. Tony Hawk, Mrs. Hawk, and then just a bunch of really great people. You're like, wow, I almost got a real dirty trick played on me. But now I'm really feeling this treat. Knock, knock, who's there? Halloween in a mountain town with some pretty excellent people. No kneeboarders ever, ever. Get them the hell out of there. Consider this. Just mull it over. Look for the context clues of mountain sport people that are going to let you know this person isn't going to hurt me physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And just the ultimate giveaway for that is kneeboard. Oh, man. But you see that Etnies hat. You see a wakeboard, a wake skate, things like that. You know there's high potential there. Guys, if you see a gal on a kite, surfing rig and she's just going out into really high winds your only question is like do you know how to make a chicken pot pie and if the answer is yes never go back to civilization ever you just say where's the nearest jewelry shop where is the next church because i want to just get this done that's it this is sports this is romance this is being able to be the equivalent of Street smarts in a mountain town, lake smarts. You already knew that, though. But Darby Cast Doctors, that's going to be Sports Monday. You're going to have a great week. Focus on the important stuff, like tasty meals and knowing when it's okay to go out on the lake, knowing what kind of equipment is acceptable and what that equipment 
says about the people with whom you're spending time. Very important. But, Kyle, what do you say we hit the docks, huh? Cannonball it. And who knows, if we're lucky, maybe we see Mrs. Hawk out there today. I wouldn't even care if I saw Tony Hawk. I would be like, whoa, Mrs. Hawk. You could see the pair of them together, and I'd be like, Tony, don't make this about you. Like, I want to hear more about Mrs. Hawk. And then she just hands you a thumb drive, and she's like, here's a a video that I made with my friend Monica. It's a slow motion highlight reel of us doing kite surfing. Some pretty cool tricks on there. And you say, Mrs. Hawk, now that's what I call a treat. And she just bites her lower lip and winks at you. Have a great day.